check, check, check. Checking the microphone. Okay, we're rolling. Uh, you know how in the uh, in an '80s or '90s sitcom there'd be like a a very special episode where I don't know a main character's friend would get an abortion or something. Uh, I think this is a I think this is a very special episode of uh, Happiness Isn't Funny. Uh, no, I'm not having an abortion. I'm going to keep it, raise it like it's my own. But um, uh, I uh, I had a friend die this week, and uh, <clears throat> so I was thinking, you know what, maybe I don't want a podcast. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll just do a podcast and not mention it. And then I thought, I don't think I don't think I can talk into a microphone and not talk about it. Um, so I guess I'm just, I'm just going to talk about that. If the, look, maybe you saw me this week or last week in Chicago, and this is the first episode, uh, of the podcast you ever checked out. They're not all like this. I'm not just going to talk about all the dead people I know every episode. Um, but also full disclosure, I, this is like Tuesday. Uh, I tried to do this last night, but, uh. I I ended up uh, after my show at Zany's in Chicago. I ended up going out to the bar with some people. Well, I went to a bar and there were people there. Um, and then uh, I didn't get like hammered or anything, but I I guess I was <laughs> buzzed enough that I came back, turned on the microphone, tried to talk, and was like, "I'm gonna do this tomorrow." So here I am. Uh, Kelly, my friend died this week um he played bass in uh my band actually two of my bands uh the first one called Mushmouth that we were in uh right after high school Kelly didn't go to my high school but Mushmouth which is a <laughs> a character from the uh Bill Cosby Fat Albert cartoon Hey, Bebe, Fat Albert. Remember? I don't know. Remember that? Anyone? I barely remember it. I don't know how we came across that name. And I do remember for a brief time I considered getting a mushmouth tattoo, a tattoo of the mushmouth character on my leg. Thank God I didn't do that. Uh, just to walk around with that the rest of your life and have people go, "Well, what's that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's a character from a really." old cartoon that a serial rapist made it was a different time uh and then at, we were uh we were in a band called bunny foot charm uh after mushmouth same people me kelly my friend john uh but you know i, I actually i met kelly when he uh he got a job at a place i worked called dirty dave's pizza and, uh, you know, John and I needed a bass player. Uh, and Kelly played bass. By the way, John, I know John listens to this podcast. Um, we had <laughs> our whole music life, we had trouble uh, with bass players. And uh, now uh, we can't keep them alive. Uh, we've had two of them die. Uh, Kelly just died, and then uh, Martin, uh, 
died of cancer a couple years ago, who was like the sweetest guy in the world. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I met Kelly, uh, at Dirty Dave's, but like, you know, Olympia punk rock, which, you know, I guess I was an Olympia punk rocker, but like eight months earlier, I was an Olympia church youth group person, <laughs> you know, I was pretty into the dry humping scene about a year earlier, uh, but you know, I was, uh. I was in, I was, uh, you know, I was playing music with John and, uh, the Olympia punk rock scene was very like, you know, we graduated in 92. We're talking about ancient times here, but it was, you know, it was like riot girl and feminism and a lot of emo dudes with fingernail polish and, uh, Kelly was from Paulsbo, Washington, um, or, but everyone just said he was from, if if you're from a small place, you talk about your county. Everyone said Kelly was from Kitsap County, which is true, but it's like, I don't know. I'm in Chicago right now, and no one ever... They say I'm from Chicago. They don't say I'm from Superior County or whatever. I don't even know if that's a county here. I just made it up, but... Kelly was from Kitsap, and Kitsap Punk was not nearly uh, as emo. It was uh, It was a much angrier... Safety pin <laughs> through the eyebrow kind of punk rock. It was like if you were casting a movie and you went on like a gang of punk rockers to get in a fight with the jocks from the football team, that's what Kitsap County punk rock looked like. It was like a little angrier music, more aggressive, scarier mosh pits. Uh, you know, all, all Kelly's friends, their stories were like, remember that time we huffed gasoline and fell off a tractor, woke up in the ER. <laughs> remember when remember when that guy fell off a roof at a party? Like it was just, you know, a scarier brand of people, uh, at least according to my uh young naive eyes. And uh in fact, a lot of our first shows were in Kitsap County because we couldn't get any in Olympia and Kelly could get us some in Kitsap County and one one in particular uh, some skinheads showed up and started a little fight. And, uh, you know, me and John and uh, I can't remember. Who, I know my wife. Well, Christy was there, but she was like not even my girlfriend then. Uh, and I think someone else from Olympia was with us. And we just we were doing this show and it was like a Grange Hall, you know, where they had like shitty weddings and stuff. So they had a, like a kitchen area. And so these skinheads come in, start shoving people. People start shoving back. A fight's kind of starting to break out, and all the Olympia people were like, we ducked into the kitchen area and basically hid. We were like, some shit's about to go down. Except for Kelly, who, by the way, was five foot one. You know, all the Olympia people were headed away from the violence, and Kelly was headed towards the violence because, uh, you know, he's from Kitsap. Uh, I was talking... Uh, with uh, John on the phone. And, uh, you know, because it's, it's not, Kelly's not just a guy I knew for seven years. It was, it's, uh, I mean, the most change in my life in that seven years. You know, so it's, it's uh, we kind of grew up together 
in those seven years, it was more brothers than friends. I mean, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was, I was a virgin when I met Kelly. Um, and Kelly did not take my virginity, but just, you know, I, uh, I didn't drink. I mean, I think I had, but in fact, I remember we would hang out with Kelly's friends from Kitsap County and they'd be like, I heard you're straight edge. That's cool. <laughs> Which straight edge is like, you know, the punk rock version of sober basically. Uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. I guess I wasn't straight edge though. I was just a pussy. I was just a, you know, I was too afraid to do drugs, you know? Um, but yeah, you know. Maybe if I, I think people who go to college get a similar experience sometimes. The friendships you have with people as a young adult after high school are different than the ones the rest of your life. Um, there's, you know, there's times in your life where your friends are your family. I have a family. So, you know, now, <laughs> that time in your life where your friends or your family isn't usually uh, in your 40s. Maybe it is if you don't have kids, but once you have your own family, it's, don't get me wrong, it's um, uh, my main uh, reason and motivation for uh, being alive, but it's also, you sort of give up uh close friendships uh, for adulthood. Um, I mean, if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s plus and you meet someone, you can kind of... You're kind of showing them the finished product of uh, adulthood or at least what you want them to see. Um the people you knew in your 20s, your early 20s, they fucking know you. They were there when you became a human. You know, the the amount of shit I did with Kelly, uh, you know, we toured the country in a shitty van a couple times and played hundreds of shows and uh hung out constantly he he lived with in John and I's apartment for a while <laughs> yeah I mean you know we didn't pay rent but like uh slept in the closet when he <laughs> but that's okay we had a guy sleep behind the couch for a while too so you know it was that kind of time uh Kelly was good. <laughs> Kelly was good at getting people to take care of him. I mean, I guess that's a nice way of saying uh, he never really had his shit together. But like, he always had a girlfriend or a friend or uh, like I, I, w I was talking to Christy, my wife, about when Kelly worked at Dirty Dave's, and I think he, I think he got fired eventually for not showing up, but. Uh, Christy was saying that she used to give him rides to work. I'm like, 
that's insane when you think about it. You were just his friend, and you were like, yeah, I'll give you a ride to work. Like, he just had everyone wanted to take care of Kelly. I don't know why, but, uh, well, I do know why. He was a sweet dude, man. He was uh, he was just a, a sweet dude. When I, uh, I you know, when I started comedy at, you know, almost 27, uh, I hadn't really been in a band for a year or two, and I really, I love, what I kind of loved about it is it was just me, meaning I didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to organize band practice or travel with other people or, you know, it was just, you know, I was a drummer. I was one of three in a band, and then comedy was just me, and I kind of liked that. And I mean, I still kind of like it, but... Uh, the the feeling of being in a band on a team, especially at that age, um, you know, your your hopes and dreams and uh, <laughs> punk rock dreams and all that to share that with um. with two other guys, Kelly being one of them. Looking back, that was actually pretty goddamn cool. And, uh, the, you know, I don't think we ever, I mean, we can look back now, and, you know, it's forever ago. We're talking about 20 years ago, this shit. It's, you know, we put out albums. We went on tours. So we did some things we wanted to do. But I think at the time, um, we wished we were more popular. We wished we were doing other things. Uh, we wished our band was bigger. Um, but now, uh, in hindsight... That's good. I hope you guys can hear that uh, car horn that uh, was just <laughs> going outside, which is like a, I guess, a warning system for me getting emotional. Um, when I look back at, you know, those years of my life, I could give a shit less about how successful my band was. It's uh, it's those friendships and uh, and those memories that uh, are what I think about. I mean, it, the band was, you know, sort of the maybe the thing that kept us together. But uh, <clears throat> those friendships and uh, those memories and the um. You know, that's that's my memory of being in a band. It's not, yes, I have memories of playing music, and that was great, but, uh, you know, the, the people in my life uh, at that time are, uh, uh, 
special to me. Uh, in fact, one of them I'm uh, I'm married to. Uh, I uh, I posted on Facebook that uh, I put a picture of Kelly uh, at my wedding, uh, wearing a tux, holding two beers with a uh, headband on. Uh, and uh, I mentioned when we returned the tux, uh, he had to, he took spoons from the reception, and like I don't know what the fuck he was gonna do with them, uh, but uh, maybe he needed spoons at his house or whatever. But I said I wish I still had those spoons, and uh, of course, uh, Christy then messaged me and said I think we have them in the attic, and she went up and found them. So. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm not, it's not like I'm going to, you know, put those spoons in a frame and have a memorial for Kelly or anything, but uh, I do like having them. I was really thinking about that because that just shows how young I was to get married. Christy and I got married when we were 23, and look, it's one thing to get married when you're 23, when maybe you're both done with college and you're just starting your career. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> a punk rock drummer, 23, and, you know, I delivered pizza. And uh, my wife worked at her mom's gymnastics academy. It was like, you know, we weren't very adult. And, uh, but we were still trying to have an adult wedding. Um, and I mean, the day of our wedding, uh, I kept calling John and Kelly. They lived together, uh, at the time. And, uh, they kept not answering the phone. And so I had to, I had to, I mean, they only lived three minutes from me, but I had to, I had to like go pound on their window and like wake them up to be like, Hey, I'm getting married today. You're supposed to be putting your fucking tuxes on. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a picture of Kelly. We have that, uh, wearing sunglasses and a tux walking my, uh, my grandma's down the aisle at my wedding, which is a great picture. Um, and then, of course, John and Kelly did not return their tuxes to the tux rental place. And so uh, I had to like, go. I don't even think they were home. I just went in and like to their bedrooms and uh, scooped up the tuxes and returned them. And then that's when the tux rental person was like, I think you have some change in one of the pockets. And then we opened it up and there was like four spoons in there. Uh, it's fucking shocking I'm still married because the, you know, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean uh, we were uh, we were 23 and we were a young 23. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes when people die, it's like, you have the thoughts of, uh, I can't believe I'm never going to talk to him again, or 
you know, if something happens good or bad in my life, I can't believe that person's not going to be there for me to talk to. Um, and that is not how it is for me and Kelly because I was actually kind of shocked to realize this, but I don't think I've talked to him in 15 years. Um, we, uh, you know, I stopped, well, we kind of kicked Kelly out of the band at one point, and uh, I know he was pissed about that, and so we kind of, you know, stopped hanging out at that point, and then uh, I didn't really, once I started comedy, I didn't see anyone again, really, um, in Olympia that often, and, uh, you know, I called him, I remember when his dad died, I called, left a voicemail, I sent him a message, I think, on Facebook, um, that he didn't respond to, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know how much, I don't know, it feels, uh, some of this isn't my story to tell, but, like, honestly, when, you know, the way, the way Kelly died was he was helping a friend try to, I think, tow a car out of a ditch in the middle of a rainy night, and then a drunk driver came around the corner and, uh, uh, hit Kelly, and, uh, killed him. Um, when John, I woke up to a, a text message from John, and, uh, he said, call me ASAP, so, you know, that's usually not a good text. Uh, but, when he told me Kelly died, I assumed he OD'd. I hope I'm not... Uh, because, you know, after the years after I knew Kelly and the years after he was in a band with me and John were pretty fucking dark. Um, you know, there's, you know, jail and addiction and I think he was kind of cut off from his family, which has to be really devastating for his family because... I mean, you guys have watched Intervention. You know what you're supposed to do. There comes a point where you're supposed to cut off addicts, but when they die during that cutoff time, it's got to feel fucking awful. So I feel so bad for his family. Um, but, yeah, it's... You know, uh, people, Kelly died at 46, which uh, obviously is pretty fucking young to die. But I kind of had the thought that, uh, well, there's an old Chris Rock bit where he talks about how life isn't short, life is long. I can't even remember the punchline. I think he's talking about marriage, but I've been, I've been thinking about that this week because 46 is young to die. But it's a long time to be alive and have a shitty life. You know, 
when you've done, if you have addiction problems and meth and shit in your life for 20 years, that's a long ass time, man. Um, and, uh, I don't know, Kelly probably had addiction issues when I knew him, but you know, when you're 20, people who are addicts, you don't go like, oh, they have a problem. You just go, they're fun. What a fun guy. <laughs> because he was, you know. And it's, you know, I see a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of the people I see, like, on Facebook and stuff talking about Kelly are people that I knew from, you know, back in the day, or at least he knew from back in the day, and He, it kind of seems like Kelly was the good part of a lot of people's bad parts. I think I said that wrong. But when a lot of people were, like, having a tough life, Kelly was a good part of it. Um, <laughs> You know, it's a lot of, like, people's memories of Kelly are like, man, back when I used to drink in the morning... Me and Kelly were pretty tight, you know. Um, um, so I guess I do... Um, I, you know, I am grateful that I think I was a part of um, some of the best parts of his life. You know, um... And, uh, you know, it's drug addiction. Uh, you guys know it's the fucking worst. It's just, and that's not even what killed him. But it's still what I'm thinking about, you know? Um, and, uh, I don't know. Kelly had a real, uh, and by the way, I'm saying all this stuff like I knew what current day Kelly was like, and I didn't. Like I said, it's been a long-ass time, but the Kelly I knew was very, you know, he had spinal meningitis when he was a kid and almost died. I think that's why he was 5'1". Um, but I think he had a real life-is-temporary vibe to him, like he maybe because of that. Like, he really um, just sort of assumed he was going to die or he could die at any time. And uh, I don't know. If you live every day like it's your last, uh, it kind of makes for a shitty life if you live long enough. And... uh you know, that's what makes me, uh, that's what makes me sad is like I, there's a lot of people who never get healthy from, uh, addiction, but some of them do. And, uh, maybe he could have, you know, maybe he could have, um,
but uh, he was uh, he was a great guy, man, and uh, and uh, the experiences and memories I have uh, with him, uh, you know. I uh I wouldn't trade him for anything and uh, now now that he's gone it means uh even uh, more to me than it did. I'm uh, definitely going to regret uh doing this podcast but whatever. Um <clears throat> I thought about what song to go out on and uh I'm not going to play uh I don't know. I'm not going to play like a sad song about dead people. Um, I'm just going to play my normal podcast outro song, but it's going to be sad because that's part of a song uh, from my terribly named band, Bunnyfoot Charm. Um, And that's, you know, that's what I play every week that I don't have some other song come up during the podcast. Um, uh, so, uh, we're just gonna go out on, uh, some Bunnyfoot Charm music, and, um, I don't know, listen, uh, listen to the bass part, (laughs) it's pretty noisy, so you probably can't tell that much, but listen to the bass part, cause, uh, uh, that's my friend Kelly, and, uh, I loved him, and uh, I'm never going to forget him. Talk to you guys next week. Show's over. We're done. Bye.